Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton, and I'm looking forward to this episode because I know it's going to be a powerful tool for you. And this is one of those episodes that I want you to kind of workshop your way through. So if you are driving right now or you're, you know, you don't have the ability to stop and take notes, this might be one to definitely come back to when you can hit pause, write down the questions, write down your answers. I'll make sure to include them in the show notes as well. To start out, I want you to think about a goal that you have, an important thing that you want to achieve or accomplish. I want you to have something very specific in mind as we go through this episode, okay? So a goal that you have, something important that you want to achieve or accomplish. Now here's my first question. Does your goal have your yes? Does your goal have your yes? Or does your goal have your maybe? Does your goal have your sometimes? Does your goal have your if you feel like it? Or does your goal have your yes? I was listening to a sermon a couple weeks ago, and it talked about how the first yes isn't really worth much. And it gave the example of standing on the altar with the person you're about to marry, and you say, yes, I do. Do you take this person? Yes, I do. That is not the yes that matters. The first yes is not the yes that matters. The yes that matters is saying, yes, I choose you when life hasn't turned out the way that you thought it would. Or yes, I choose you when you're going through a rough patch in your relationship. It's the second yes that matters. It's the 22nd yes that matters. It's the 222nd yes that matters, not the first one. We can all say the first yes, and we did to our goal, right? When we established it, I'm going to get out of debt. I'm going to start a business. I'm going to be kinder to my partner. I'm going to stop snapping at my kids. I'm going to become healthy and strong and fit. I'm going to train for a marathon. Yes. But that's not the yes that matters. What happens when you're not motivated? Does it still have your yes? What happens when you're facing temptation? Does it still have your yes? When you say, yes, I'm going to eat healthy and take better care of my body, you haven't done it. That's not the work. That's not the important part. So many times we've rallied and we've gotten so fired up and committed in our minds, I'm going to do this thing. I'm not messing around anymore. I'm serious this time. Here we go. But that's not the yes that matters. Are you still saying yes? Are you still choosing your goal when you're stressed? Are you still saying yes? Are you still choosing your goal when you're emotional and you're thinking about the pint of ice cream you could pick up on your way home from work? When you say yes, 
I'm going to be more kind and considerate to my spouse. That's not the yes that matters. Are you still saying yes when you're pissed off and your buttons are getting pushed? There's a lot of problems that come with a conditional yes. But the fact is, and what we have to stay mindful of, reality time, the mood you're in, the emotional state you're in, when you make that first yes, when you make that commitment, when you say yes to your goal, is not the mood that you're going to be in. It's not the emotional state you're going to be in when the yes is really needed. You know, I don't commit to speaking lovingly to Chris no matter what. I don't make that commitment in a state of anger, in a state of frustration, in a state of hurt feelings. No, I make that commitment when I'm on a walk and I'm breathing fresh air and I'm listening to a podcast that inspires me and I say, yes, I'm going to do this. And then I go home and I realize that even though he said he'd take the trash out, do the dishes and start dinner, none of those things have happened. He's watching a movie. I'm not in the same mood anymore. The mood, the emotional state that you are in when you say yes to the goal, the commitment is not the mood and the emotional state you will be in when the yes matters most. And I think that if we just come to terms with that, that when we need to do the work, we won't be motivated. When the work really matters, it's going to matter in a time when we're not motivated, when we're not focused, when we're not feeling driven, when we're not feeling positive and fired up. What do you do then? The good news here. The good news is that you have a ton of practice with this in other areas of your life, right? You go beyond the conditional yes in your work, right? When you say yes to your employer about your job, it's not a conditional yes. It's not, well, I mean, I know I said yes, but I wasn't really feeling it, so I decided not to come in today, or I was tired yesterday, so I didn't finish that project. If that yes to your career, to your job was conditional, you would not have a job, right? You would not get a paycheck. Because we see the problems with a conditional yes when our money is on the line, when our job is on the line. And for a lot of people, with some commitments they've made in their marriage, you understand the problem with a conditional yes. If fidelity is a conditional yes, like as long as nothing better arises, you've got a big, big problem. But good news is most of us have practice with unconditional yeses. Feeding your children is an unconditional yes. That goal has your yes. That example has your yes. That commitment has your yes. It is an unconditional yes. I will feed them when I don't feel like it. I will feed them when I'm tired. I will feed them when I'm angry at them. We have practice. So there is precedent in your life for an unconditional yes. So you don't have to tell yourself that you can't or that it's too hard because you're already doing it in some other area of your life. Oftentimes, the reason it's a challenge is because we haven't come to terms, we haven't faced the fact of the consequences of a conditional yes. Does your goal have your yes? Does your goal have your yes? If you're training for a marathon, does it have your yes? Or are you open and ready for any excuse, right? Because if you're open and, and open and available for any excuse, then that goal doesn't have your yes. It has your if I feel like it. And that can be where you are. My goal has my if I feel like it. But if you want to get somewhere, if you want to break beyond frustration, your goal needs your yes. Does your goal have your yes? Here's what I want you to do. For that goal that you started in mind just a few minutes ago, 
what does it mean for this goal to have my yes? I want you to write out your answers to that question. What does it mean for this particular goal to have my yes? What does that look like? What are the second and the third and the fourth waves where my yes matters for this goal? Where it matters more than the first yes? So what are those moments that arise? Get specific where my yes really matters beyond the initial commitment. So if I think about me, you know, taking impeccable care of my body really matters to me right now. And I haven't talked too much about this, and I'm sure I will. Um, The season of life that I am in right now is is very, very much tied to um, losing Dagny and the pain and the processing and really just survival, largely. But there are moments of clarity where I know that personally a huge priority is taking impeccable care of my body so that, despite my age, Chris and I can have many, many, many more children together. That is important to me. And so taking care of my physical body is important to me. Does that goal have my yes? What does it look like for that goal to have my yes? And what are the additional second, third, 223rd yeses that matter more than that initial, yes, I want to take impeccable care of my body so that we can bring many more children through my body into this world. I know for me that one of those things is at the end of the day, I'm tired and I just really want to treat. But that's when my goal to fuel my body brilliantly, that's when the yes matters, right? Or When I know I need to be in bed at 9.30 if I'm going to get up at 5, but I want to start a new episode of a show at 9.15 because I'm just, you know, settling down on the couch, that is when my goal needs my yes and not my maybe and not my if I feel like it. So go through this for yourself. And I want to remind you, I know if you've been listening for a while, you've heard me say this a million times, but maybe it'll be the million and one time that it really hits for you. There is a difference between just hearing these words and thinking them through as I say them and writing them down and taking the time and diving deep into it. That's when it really matters, okay? That's when it really makes a difference. When you take the time to invest your energy in answering these questions in detail, what is this goal that I have? What does it mean What does it look like? What does it take for this goal to have my yes? If this goal totally had my yes, it would look like this. When does this yes matter most? Write those things out. And you know, if you have more than one goal, do it, do this process for all of them. And there is no need for perfection. What we're working on here is just awareness, okay? Going through this exercise does not mean that you are pledging to be perfect from here on out and you never give yourself another opportunity to make a choice that's counter to your goals. It's not that. Sometimes we'll resist doing the work because we feel like if we acknowledge it, then we're we're held to a higher standard. Don't let your fear hold you back from growth. Don't let your fear of perfection or your fear of a standard that you might raise holds you back from growth. You might not choose 
to give your goal your yes. That's okay. That is totally okay. There are many, many moments where I don't give my goal my yes, and I can still make tremendous progress in my life. But by building this awareness, we are going to increase the chances that we give our goal our yes, and we're going to decrease the number of times that we're saying no, not now, maybe later, I'll start tomorrow, I'm too tired, etc., etc. So what is the goal? What does it mean for the goal to have your yes? And then what are those second and third and 454th waves that need your yes? Now, I want to take this in a slightly different direction, still on the the idea of yes versus no, but a slightly different angle on it. Sometimes when we say no, the reasons that we use to justify a no are actually the reasons we should say yes. So the reasons that we are using to say no, not now, if we thought about them a little differently, if we thought about them on a higher plane of thought, they would totally make a case for yes. We're using them to make a case for no, but we're doing so in error. Let me kind of give you an example to play this out because I can understand a lot of people getting lost on that one. Totally my fault, not yours. I was on the phone with somebody the other day. She asked to have a quick call with me to talk about the 12 weeks to transformation because quite frankly, she was on the fence. She didn't know if she was going to say yes or she was going to say no. Here's what she told me. She said, I want to do it and I believe that it's a powerful program. And in fact, I believe it's what I need. But what she didn't believe is that she would stick with it. She said, I'm afraid that I'll, that I'll quit or I'll drift. So I'm kind of leaning towards no because I think that I'll probably drift or quit. The reasons she's using to justify her no actually point clearly when you look at them in a certain light to yes. Being afraid that you'll quit or you'll drift is exactly the reason to say yes. I mean, let's play it out. If you say no to investing in yourself because of a pattern of behavior that isn't serving you, drifting and quitting, what changes? You're basically saying no to the solution. And then what? And not for nothing, that's exactly why the 12 weeks exists. It's designed the way it's designed because I had quit on so many things and because when I first started working with clients, I did so one-on-one and I had a hard time keeping them engaged. And so I asked myself, what would it have taken for me to not quit, for me to not drift? What did I need? What can I do with my clients differently so that they don't quit, so that they don't drift and so that they learn that skill set? And it's not just that they don't quit the 12 weeks to transformation. It's that they stop quitting on their goals. It's that they stop quitting on themselves. It's that they stop drifting from the life they're trying to create, right? We need skills for that. We need tools for that. We need to practice that. It's the same thing when we say like, I don't think I'm going to do it because I'm afraid it won't work. I don't think I'm going to go for it because I'm afraid I won't be able to make it work. That's the reason we say yes, not the reason we say no. Because if nothing changes, nothing changes. If you follow that line of thinking, where does that leave you? Exactly where you are with no growth and no tools. And you need tools. When people say that to me about the 12 weeks, like, you know, I've spent a lot of money on things and I'm afraid that it won't work. I tell them it's not like a playbook and you follow it and either it works for you or it doesn't. It is about developing tools so you create what works for you and you step away from what doesn't. The ultimate thing that doesn't work 
is continuing to do what you've been doing that hasn't been working. You need something new, right? That is the reason we say yes, not the reason we say no. You know, if you say, because I'm scared to fail, well, then you need the tools more than anybody, right? The fears you don't face become your limits. And I don't want you to be limited. I don't want to be limited. I don't want you to be capped off right where you are because you won't move beyond your past experiences and what you're afraid of repeating. The fears you don't face become your limits. You cannot exceed the expectations that you set for yourself. So if you are setting the expectation of failure, of drifting, or of quitting, you're probably going to live up right to that limit, right to that expectation. If you're worried that you'll quit, then you need these tools. You really need these tools, right? If you think like, oh, I don't want to waste the money, then you need the tools to help you make sure that you take full advantage of opportunities because if you don't have those tools, then guess what? You are going to continue to either turn down opportunities or waste them. Does your goal have your yes? Or does it have your maybe? Or does it have your sometimes? I really want you to take the time to really ask these questions. What does it look like for the goal to have my yes? And when does it matter most that this goal have my yes? And the last thing I'll leave you with is another question that you can take through the goal or take through your days. How can I say yes to my goal today? And maybe when you're driving home from work, if you do that these days, you drive to work or if you're just working at home, how can I say yes to my goal in the next hour? What is a way that I can say yes to my goal tonight? What is a way that I can say yes to my goal in the next 15 minutes? Start looking for ways because so many people are looking for the pattern of the problem, the pattern of the past. See, I did it again. I always do this. What's wrong with me? I'm the kind of person who starts strong, but by the end of the day, the wheels have fallen off the bus. No, no, no. I want to find evidence. I want to find an opportunity to say yes to my goal. I want to prove to myself that I did one thing today to say yes to my goal, that I can do one thing in the next 30 minutes to say yes to my goal, whether that goal is being kinder to somebody in your home, whether that goal is not complaining or that goal is losing weight or that goal is getting fit or that goal is saving money or starting your business. Where are the opportunities that I have today that I have right now to say yes to my goal. Build the evidence, create the evidence. And as you do that, you're going to change your confidence and you're absolutely going to change your results. Make it a great day. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to the Primal Potential Podcast, where our goal is not to help you learn. Our goal is to help you change. This is a year of action. Take something you learned from this episode and put it into action in your life today. To learn more about working more closely with me and the Primal Potential team, please visit primalpotential.com forward slash transform. At LensCrafters, we value expertly tailored eye care, provide state-of-the-art eye exams, offer a wide assortment of designer brands and high-quality lenses, because everything we do at LensCrafters is for every site that makes your life special. We offer 50% off lenses with frame purchase. Shop in-store and online. Book your annual eye exam now on LensCrafters.com. LensCrafters, because sight. Eye exams are available at the Independent Doctor of Optometry at or next to LensCrafters. Doctors in some states are employed by LensCrafters. Offer valid to April 2nd, 2023. See associate for details.